From the Hensler Financial Studio, this is Cobb Football Friday. Get the inside scoop on all the games. It is Cobb Football Friday. Brian Giffen with John Bednarowski, the sports editor of the Marietta Daily Journal. And, John, we are on the verge here of the second round of the playoffs, and Cobb didn't fare especially well in the first round. Twelve teams made it, and only four got through the first round. What are your thoughts when you look back to the uh, first week of postseason play in the GHSAA? The uh, the first week of the playoffs, you know, I there were really only two games that were surprises, uh, and those were Cal and North Cobb. Uh, everything else kind of went chalk. I mean, they, you know, you earn the number seed that you're playing for a reason. So normally, one seeds, you know, beat four seeds. Two seeds are supposed to beat three seeds, but, you know, that's not always the way it works. You know, the, the four teams that won were uh, were top seeds. For the most part, they did it convincingly. Well, Walton continues to be Walton, and I guess the question, with them having led 59 to nothing at the half and just absolutely steamrolling Mountain View, can anybody slow these guys down? Well, you know, in that game, Hunter Teal had three touchdown passes by the midway, uh, or three touchdown receptions midway through the uh, second quarter. When that offense is clicking, you know, they're averaging 50 points a game. And uh, when that offense is clicking, it's hard to slow them down. The, uh, the GHSA may have found a way to slow them down just before we got together to uh, take this podcast. The uh, GHSA did their coin flip for the potential home teams in the quarterfinal round. So, uh, you know, if like seeds meet. So uh, the next round is where you could have a one seed versus a one seed. Right. Well, for three of our teams, that worked out real well. If uh, North Cobb Christian, Whitfield Academy, or McEachern win this week, they will be at home thanks to the coin flip. Uh, unfortunately for Walton, they're on the wrong side of the bracket and they would have to travel for the state quarterfinals. If that works out, it's probably going to end up being Carrollton. And uh, I think that's probably the only way that they get slowed down is they have to go on the road and play in a hostile environment. Well, we'll certainly see how that turns out. McEachern, meanwhile, speaking of red-hot teams, McEachern continues to play great. I think they've won seven in a row now. They're on a serious roll here approaching the second round of the playoffs. You know, Campbell, you know, they can run the ball a little bit. McEachern said, nope, not this week. Shut out the Spartans, 42 to nothing. McEachern is playing its best football. They have rounded into form. Now it's just a question of how far they can keep going. All right, we'll certainly see how that turns out. Let's talk about Whitfield Academy. They knocked off Darlington, who is no stranger to the playoffs and being a contender in them. What are your thoughts when you look back at that one? Yeah, I think Darlington's made the playoffs for like 16, 17 straight years, something like that. You know, it was nice to see Whitfield Academy get that win, 28-14. to 14. Callum Neese ran for three touchdowns, Mason Hollingsworth. You know, ran the ball 21 times for 117 yards and a score. Whitfield, just like McEachern, they are playing their best football right now. All right, so we'll certainly keep an eye on the Indians as all of this goes forward. 
Let's talk now about North Cobb Christian. They had to wait until Saturday, as your notes say here, but they held off a second-half comeback by Fannin County, and they won 33-27. Yeah, North Cobb Christian being a Class AA program, the AA and the Class 4A teams had to play on Saturday. You know, they jumped out. They were up 20 to nothing. Fannin County started to roll them back in, but North Cobb Christian proved why they are a good football team. They found a way to put that one away. You know, they've got a, uh, they got a chance to uh, move on. And uh, the, the only drawback, you know, all the games are on Friday this uh, coming week. So it's, uh, it's one less day to prepare for Columbia. All right, and then let's look at the – I guess we've been through the good. We've been through some of the ugly. Let's talk about the bad. The rest of the county, as your notes aptly put it here, took it on the chin. You were talking about the two upsets, Kell and North Cobb. They both got taken down at home in the first round, and it looked like, particularly in the Warriors' case, injuries aside, and to be fair, they've had a boatload of them to key guys, but it just looks like they kind of ran out of players and ran out of gas, and they were run off the field by Collins Hill. Yeah, that game, you know, you you sit there and you start seeing the scores come in and, uh, you know, all of a sudden it's 21-7, 28-7, and I'm going, "Uh uh-oh. And the sad part about it is the same thing was happening over at Kell. You know, North Cobb, you know, the injuries definitely caught up to them. I thought that they would still be able to handle Collins Hill because, you know, their main guys were still there being uh, Nick Grimstead, David Eziomume all that, but just couldn't get anything going. The uh, Collins Hill played really well. For Kell, you know, we just talked uh, a little bit earlier how, you know, everything was chalked because one seeds are supposed to beat four seeds. This was one of those times where, yes, Kell was a one seed, but they had Cass coming in, and sure, Cass was five and five, but, you know, they're taking teams like Cartersville to overtime. They routed Calhoun in the uh, season finale to uh, uh, make sure that they got their playoff spot. I mean, they had been battle tested. And as much as I hate to say it, I think that really was the difference because Cal played Parkview first game of the season and they really didn't have big tests from then on until they played. GAC in the middle of the region uh, schedule. And really, those were the only two games where they were playing like competition. Maybe they underestimated Cass a little bit. I wouldn't think so. That's not the MO of a Bobby Mace uh, coach team. I think Cass was just battle tested and ready to go. I want to say that Kel turned the ball over three times, had like a hundred. 120 yards worth of penalties, and I think 85 in the first half. It was just, it was rough sledding for the Longhorns. All right, moving ahead, Sprayberry, Harrison, and Wheeler were all basically run off the field by Rome, Carrollton, and Buford in that order. You know, Sprayberry lost 59 to nothing to Rome, uh, Harrison 54 14 to Carrollton, Wheeler 50 nothing to Buford. It, it was just a case where they ran, you know, uh, they ran into a better opponent. You know, when that happens, you play uh, the best game you possibly can. If you get run off the field, you just kind of tip your cap and uh, go and regroup, and we'll get them again next year. 
All right, and then moving ahead, Marietta was game for a while. They hung in there with Westlake, saw Westlake early in the year. What a dynamic, fast team they are. And Westlake, predictably, kind of pulled away from the Blue Devils in the second half. Yeah, Marietta led that game 9-7 at the half, and then Westlake just pounded the ball in the second half. They ran for over 300 yards. You always want to win and advance, but if Marietta would have won and advanced, they would have had to gone all the way down to Colquitt County. So I'm not saying it's a win by a loss because I'm sure that they would much rather be playing and taking the uh, challenge of uh, going down to Colquitt. But, you know, that's not a fun trip to make. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So good, good luck to Westlake. Yeah, no doubt about it. Let's talk about Mill Creek, the defending 7A champion. Osborne made their first playoff appearance ever, and it didn't last long as Mill Creek, the defending champion, takes out the Cardinals. Yeah, but you know what? I I was really concerned about this game because uh, the Cardinals were without starting quarterback Edward Burr. You know, the offense hasn't worked quite as well without him. I was scared that this one might be one of those 60 to nothing games. They scored a couple of touchdowns. They had a scoop and score. Uh, The offense put 10 points up on the board to go with it. 42 to 17. Yeah, it sounds like a blowout, but doggone it. The Cardinals did themselves proud. They finished the year seven and four. It was by far the best season they've had since 1994. And it can be argued that that is the only season that was better in Osborne's football history dating back to 1959 than this year. So uh, hats off to them. Let's hope that the foundation that they have set now can be built upon in the future. We remind you that Cobb Football Friday is a presentation of Superior Plumbing, Otter's Chicken, Pinnacle Orthopedics, as well as Powers Electrical Solutions. Right here, John and I will take a break. On the other side, we'll look at the games remaining or for the remaining Cobb teams. That comes your way after this timeout. You're listening to Cobb Football Friday. When it comes to solving complex foundation repair challenges, there's only one name you need to know. Engineered Solutions of Georgia, Atlanta's only foundation repair company with licensed engineers on staff. From foundation repair to waterproofing and drainage solutions, we've got you covered. We work with both residential and commercial clients, and we're committed to providing exceptional customer service every step of the way. And with our state-of-the-art equipment and top-quality materials, you can be confident that your project will be completed to the highest standards. So why settle for less when you can have the best. Call Engineered Solutions of Georgia today to schedule your free consultation and see how we can help you tackle any foundation repair or waterproofing challenges. Engineered Solutions of Georgia We guarantee a staple dry foundation Residential and commercial Hey, we do it all Dial 678 I love technology as much as anybody, but when banks replace people with machines, I had to draw a line. I've been with the same bank for 20 plus years, and as cool as technology is, I believe the relationship you have with your bank is an important one. My wife used to bake cookies for the people who worked at our bank, and they were our friends. But in the last couple of years, they were all replaced by video tellers. Recently, I sold a vehicle and was paid in cash. I went to deposit it and was told my now former bank no longer accepts cash. Okay. 
That was it for me. I joined Credit Union of Georgia, a homegrown, not-for-profit cooperative that still offers personalized customer service, a network of more than 30,000 ATMs, and convenient locations. Innovation is great, but trust and relationships still matter, particularly where it comes to your finances. Make the switch today. Get more info at cuofga.org. Credit Union of Georgia, the better way to bank. And we're back on Cobb Football Friday. Brian Giffen with John Bednarowski, the sports editor of the Marietta Daily Journal. And, uh, John, let's take these games in now. Rabin County travels to take on Whitfield Academy. These two have seen each other a lot. Yeah, this is uh, the fifth game in the last – or no, I'm sorry, the third game in the last two years. They, uh, uh, last year, Whitfield went up to uh, Rabin County. This year, Rabin came down here for a regular season game earlier this season they beat Whitfield 38 to 7 in that first matchup but you know what this was uh, that was a game before the Wolfpack really started to figure things out they won five of their last six Callum Neese, Mason Hollingsworth, Bryson Logan they're playing their best football now so I am looking forward to seeing what Whitfield can do to uh, you know Hopefully do a little uh, payback to Raven County this week. All right, let's move ahead. Columbia at North Cobb Christian. As the Eagles have their eyes on a state title, but the challenges remain for them to get there. Yeah, and Columbia is not going to be an easy game. They're 8-3. and three. They've won five straight. In the eight wins they have, the defense has given up eight or fewer points in seven of them. So, you know, moving the ball making sure that they take care of it is going to be paramount for uh, North Cobb Christian. Uh, The Eagles have won seven straight, three shutouts uh, in three more. They've allowed 14 or fewer points. You know, this game could be one of those low scoring slugfests. By far, this should be the biggest test for North Cobb Christian's young freshman quarterbacks. The Eagles will try to advance the state semifinals for the first time or state quarterfinals I'm sorry for the first time since 2018 and they're trying to win a second game in the playoffs for the first time in 2018 when they advanced to the quarterfinals they had a first round bye so they only had to win uh, one game in order to make the quarterfinals so you know if they can get a second one that'll be something new and a program first All right, so we've talked a lot about McEachern. They've been on a serious roll, having won seven consecutive games. They take on Camden County, and there are some like opponents involved in this, if you're going to try to prognosticate how this one turns out. Yeah, there's no transitive property in this one. Like you said, they've won seven straight games. They've shut out their last two opponents in uh, Hillgrove and Campbell by a combined score, I think, of 80 to nothing. Mm. You know, they've quarterback Jadon Kinney went nine for 12 for 117 yards, three touchdowns. He also had a touchdown run. He was done by the end of the first half uh, last week. Camden County comes in eight and three off an opening win over Newton, 25-19. And there are two common opponents. McEachern fell to Newton early in the season when they were decimated by injuries, and they handily defeated Valdosta. They won that game 28-7. to 
Camden County lost a close game to Valdosta. I think that was 24 to 21 and knocked off Newton last week in the opening round of the playoffs. So, you know, Camden County, they're starting to get back to the uh, level that they played for a long time. Kind of like Colquitt has assumed the uh, bully of of South Georgia for a long time. Camden County held that role. And uh, they're starting to get back there. But uh, having to come up here, McEachern playing well, looking forward to seeing how the Indians handle this one. All right, going to be interesting to watch. Let's talk about North Gwinnett at Walton. Can the Bulldogs slow down the Raiders, perhaps? Well, you know, the Raiders come into this game as the highest scoring. This is their highest scoring team in program history. It's averaging 50 points a game. Jeremy Heklinski has thrown 35 touchdown passes and only one interception this year. That's a pretty good ratio, by the way. Yes. North Gwinnett comes in 8-3. and three. They've won six out of their last seven. In those six wins, they're averaging 46.7 points a game, and that includes a victory over Norcross in which they scored 51. Of course, they gave up 41 to the Blue Devils in that matchup. This game being at home in Raider Valley, look, North Gwinnett, they are a proven program, but so is Walton. I really like the Raiders in this one because it's at home. They are just clicking. As far as I can tell, they are pretty healthy. The one person that has been missing is uh, Wyatt Sonderman, Cameron Lloyd, Hunter Teal, Makari Bodiford, all those people, they can come at you from so many different ways. And if you saw any of the highlights from last week's game against Mountain View, I feel sorry for anybody that's trying to go up against Daniel Calhoun because at, you know, 6'7", 360, you know, there's a reason that he's going to Georgia. And I saw him put a couple of people on their back the other night that it just, it, it was like somebody just bounced off of him. It's like him flicking a, uh, a fly off of his shoulder. It's like, get out of here. <laughs> so I, th- that's made a huge difference in their offense, and uh, no pun intended. All right. Cobb Football Friday is a presentation of Superior Plumbing, Otter's Chicken, Pinnacle Orthopedics, as well as Powers Electrical Solutions. John and I will be back with some final thoughts after this. Right here, we take a timeout. You're listening to Cobb Football Friday from the MDJ. It pays to know your doctor. It pays to know your lawyer. And now more than ever, it pays to know your local real estate professional. Hi, I'm Jeffrey Drake with Drake Realty, and we have seven offices in the metro Atlanta area, including two right here in Cobb County and one at Lake Oconee. I'm the proud leader of over 700 agents here in Georgia, and we pride ourselves in professional service, whether you are the buyer or the seller. Drake Realty makes the home buying process seamless from contract to close. Our agents are a little different. They're not pushing for the quick sale and close. They are pushing for the best price and terms for their client. In other words, Drake Realty fights for you. Now's the time to buy that dream home, vacation home, or new home your family deserves. A lot of real estate agents talk big. Let my team at Drake Realty prove they will fight for you. I'm Jeffrey Drake, and I'd be honored to have my team serve you. Visit us online at drakerealty.com. And remember, it's not how quick you sell or buy, it's what the deal provides for your future. Hey, remember the Cash for Clunkers program? Well, through November, as furnace season kicks into overdrive, Daco Systems is bringing it back. 
If your furnace or AC is well seasoned, this is the deal for you. If your old unit is 10 to 15 years old, get up to $250 cash. 16 to 20 years old, get up to $500 cash. 21 to 25 years old, get up to $750 cash. And if your old unit is 26 plus years old, you'll get up to $1,000 cash when you purchase a new furnace or AC unit. Call 770-209-2261 for more info or visit DacoSystems.com. It's cash for clunkers and Daco Systems is bringing it back. Get peace of mind and save big throughout November. Daco Systems, your premier train comfort specialist. And we're back with the aforementioned closing comments here on Cobb Football Friday. Brian Giffen, John Bedorowski, the sports editor of the MDJ. And John, we do this show as long as Cobb teams are involved and in the playoffs. My question to you becomes, will we be doing one next week? Yes, I think we will. Um, Walton, McEachern, North Cobb Christian, I all feel if there is a degenerate betting line on uh, high school football games, I would say that they would be the favorites. Whitfield's got their hands full. Doesn't mean that they can't come uh, come out with a W, but I can, I can see definitely two, maybe three teams getting into those state quarterfinals. And doggone it, you know, if you're playing football the week of Thanksgiving, you're doing something right. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, you had us at degenerate, by the way. That was a very well-placed usage of the word. But, uh, John, it's been <laughs> it's been fun the entire season, and obviously we'll look to continue it. We'll see how these games turn out. And as always, appreciate you taking the time. Uh, you know, to be full disclosure here, I'm kind of upwardly mobile all over the place in these times, but we find a way, and we've found a way again this week. Thanks, buddy, as always. We look forward to it. And, again, let's hope that we're doing another one next week. Yeah, no doubt about it. That'll do it for Cobb Football Friday. I'm Brian Giffen. He's John Bednarowski. Hey, it's the playoffs. Enjoy the games. You've been listening to Cobb Football Friday, a presentation of the Marietta Daily Journal and the BG Ad Group.